Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hemphill. Uh, please visit our website at active-faith.org. My email is stevehemphill1 at me.com. In the last episode, we talked about the ancient covenant step six, the mark on the body. Today, we're covering the original ancient covenant step seven, blessings and curses. This seventh step of the ancient covenant was an oral pronouncement of blessings and curses in front of a group of witnesses. The list of blessings included being blessed when they laid down to go to sleep at night, blessed again when they arose in the morning, blessed as they slept, worked, and played. These blessings were also extended to their wives, their children, every animal, the crops they planted, and every single one of their possessions. Likewise, all of these things were cursed if they broke the covenant. All blessings and all curses were tied to covenant, which emphasized the importance of adherence to the covenant. Actually, most of the chapter of Deuteronomy 28 is where this list was detailed and recorded. But here's the prequel to the list. Deuteronomy 28 verses 2 and 3 GWT. These are all the blessings that will come to you and stay close to you because you obey the Lord your God. Lord, I want to live in a way that invites your blessings rather than curses. Help me to live each day for you, dedicated to obedience to your holy truth in Jesus' name. The New Testament teaches that people without Jesus are cursed. Galatians 3.13 GWT says Christ paid the price to free us from the curse that God's laws bring by becoming cursed instead of us. Um, scripture says everyone who's hung on a tree is cursed. Lord, thank you for paying the ultimate price to set me free. Thank you for offering a way to freedom from the curse of sin and death by way of the cross. Thank you for paying my sin debt and freeing me from that curse in Jesus name. Many New Testament passages restate the principle that God provides for covenant partners here are a few and how I pray for them. Um, Philippians 4.19, and my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. It doesn't say some or even most. It says all. Lord, you've blessed me with so much more than many people have, and I'm so grateful. Help me to do a better job of responding in kind to your generosity. Remind me that my gifts to you are like a fragrant offering, a sweet-smelling sacrifice acceptable to you. Remind me how pleased you are when I give cheerfully and faithfully, and help me to have faith that your favor will rest on me because of my cheerful giving, causing you to provide for all my needs, too, in Jesus' name. Um, my three-year-old grandson was out in my workshop with me the other day. He looked up and said, Papa, everything we have is a gift from God. Amen, my son. Amen. So I tell you, ask and God will give to you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be open for you. Luke eleven nine, New Century Version. Lord, give me the strength and endurance and focus I need to keep on asking, keep on knocking, and keep on seeking your will in every situation in life. In Jesus' name. Matthew 6, 33 reiterates this theme, seeking the kingdom of God or seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. 
It doesn't say, and he will give you some of what you need, or he will give you most, or he will give you 90%. It says everything. You either believe that or you don't. It's a faith issue. Lord, I confess my past fear and worry. I have fretted over money, retirement funds, and the pursuit of earthly possessions much more than I have fretted over people around me who are dying and going to hell. Much of my past life has been focused on building up my own kingdom instead of yours. Forgive me. When I begin to repeat this pattern, Lord, remind me to trust you. Remind me of your promises to provide for my needs. And let this reminder cause me to rest and have peace in your words. Let this lead me to share my faith and your provision so others can find that same rest in Jesus' name. You know, Christians are heirs of God, adopted into the royal family, co-heirs with Jesus Christ, Romans 8, 17. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. What an honor. The creator adopted us through Jesus into the family with all its rights and privileges. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest that part of your personal battle plan might be to pray that God will help you live each day according to his laws and his ways so you can enjoy the joy of his intimate presence in your daily life. Remember, he said, pray about everything. Philippians 4, verse 6, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. You can go to active-faith.org to donate if you like. See you next time on Battle Plan, where we'll cover ancient covenant step number eight, the covenant meal. Let me invite you to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.